Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however this finds you. I want to thank you so much for pressing play. I am John Salvatore Mackey, and I host the John Effect Podcast. I'm excited to present to the audience my my newest baby, my event series, Singled Out. I had such a blast from pre-production to recording to post and you know a little backstory i had the idea i want to say we're in october so i had the idea for the show march or april and i said okay i'm going to go into you know pre-production in the end of may early june get the recordings done bada bing bada boom and I hit a wall where I was just, I was a little burnt out. You know, I was like, I know the type of questions. I know the energy I want to bring. I know who I want, but I did not know question-wise how I wanted to approach it. So I just sat there and I did nothing. I sat on my hands and eventually I got to the recording process and knocked it out with all five guests. And, you know, I decided... I want to approach my event series differently because, you know, I've, I've done a couple and they've been successful. And I thank everyone out there for their continued support. And it kind of opened up a box where it's like I retconned some things. So initially, um, Speak On It was going to be a recurring series or not a recurring series, but a recurring segment. And then after I finished, I was like, you know what? I think this is best served as an event series. So now we're in retcon mode. Speak on it. Earlier this year with Steven, Danny, and Bo, the HBCU experience, that was a great speak on it. We did that in February. Uh, We are in our second event series of this year. And this is actually going to be singled out and i was lucky enough to get my dream guests to sit down and collaborate with me and i am excited for the audience to hear these stories because i feel like you know people out there you know not everyone is married not everyone is in a relationship some people want to connect with you know the experiences that other people have because it, it makes us all connected and it's a great way to be relatable and relate or what have you. So that was the purpose of this series and all of my guests knocked it out of the park. I hope you guys are entertained. I hope you guys enjoy it. Now, I wouldn't be John if I didn't keep it real, if I didn't say this. I've handpicked who I wanted in this series. I only wanted five 
guest. All five of my guests are black because I am pro. I'm I'm pro black. Like I I love black people. Um, so there's that. Now I'm gonna say this because I'm sure you know people are gonna say things. So I'm gonna get in front of it now. I'm on my bro Olivia Pope shit. There is not a queer person in this lineup of guests. It's just not. It, it's not me trying to pander. It's not me trying to not be inclusive. Like, it's just not. It just happened to be this way. It is what it is. And it, it's nothing more than that. I had five dynamic Black people that I wanted to be in the series. And let me say this. Out of the five guests, yes, only two are women. And that's okay. That does not mean that I do not champion black women. That does not mean that I do not go up for black women. That does not mean that, you know, I'm being misogynistic or anything like that. It just means that the two women that I have in the series, it just happens to be two. It's not always like that. It's it's not everything isn't as serious as people want to make things out to be like it it just it's a scheduling thing it's a who fits this and and what i have for an idea and it's it's not that so i know that may come up but yes it is what it is it's it's nothing but positive energy it's nothing but positive vibes um i'm already working on my you know i'm in i'm in pre pre-production for my next event series. Um, and that, knock on wood, Lord willing, will be coming in April of 2024. Um, I do have a guest list, and I will say this, my, my dream guest list, I think I will be able to nab all five people. If I am able to do that, again, it will be an all-black cast. And again, like, these are people that I want to hear their stories. I want you guys to hear those stories. These are people that I'm, I'm always going to work with people that I'm fans of. And I will say this. Hopefully, everyone agrees to do this. I have four female guests lined up. Not that I have to please anyone. I, I just want to say that. So this will be my last time speaking on who I choose to collaborate with, why I chose certain people. I'm not addressing anymore. Well, why is there no gay representation? Why is there no queer representation? Why are there not enough, enough women? It's like, it's, it's just, it's not that. I don't operate in that zone. Like, there is a method to my madness. Like, I put things on a board and it makes sense. And I'm excited for all of the things I do. Like, this this podcast is my baby. And the event series are my baby. So, like, just let me rock and enjoy the show and retweet the links and you know share and tell a friend and you know write those reviews and everything because i wouldn't be able to do this successfully i might add if it weren't for the supporters because you guys are fucking amazing but without further ado i would love for you guys to enjoy singled out starting now guys out there it is a new event series. It's called Singled Out. I'm back. You guys know I like to work with the same people because 
the people that I work with are top tier, the A1. They have so many stories to tell. So when I was coming up with this series, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing a huge series. I am doing a short list. And there are always people that are on the short list. So our guest is no stranger to the show. You've heard him throughout the years on the show. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let our special guest introduce himself. And then we're going to get straight to it, guys. Yeah, what up, though? It's uh, Mike Perkins, one half of MVP, one half of Opinions I Like Podcast, one half of Mike and Vince Perkins, a.k.a. Michael B. Podden, a.k.a. Me So Corny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, thank you for having me on, John. I appreciate it, man. Of course. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. So, like I said, during the pregame, we're going to start. How would you describe your current relationship status? Uh, it's very single. <laughs> okay, all right. So th- this will this will definitely uh, tailor to the conversation, right? I want to ask can... you this: How long have you been single? I've been single for a year, a uh, year and a half, probably like a year and a half. Okay, what's the longest in your adult life that you've been single? Well, right out right out of divorce, uh, I was single for probably like three years or so. Three years, I think that's the longest. Okay, okay. And the alley oop is right there because I want to ask you this: You've been married, so right now, where you're at, moving forward to the next 40, 50, 60 years of your life, are you dating some married? If so, or why not? Well, probably dating to have a long term commit long term committed relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know about marriage. Uh, okay. You know, marriage was um, it was rather restricting. Okay. And um, not you know not because of the relationship part. The no, relationship no, I get it. Part, I get it. Yeah, I enjoyed. It was just um, just like with any contract that you sign, uh, you got to read the fine print. And the fine print really fucks you if you a dude, you know, and it doesn't really matter what economical uh, class that you, you know, whatever social economic class you're in, it sort of uh, prohibits you from making the woman unhappy because the likelihood that she leaves is obviously what it, I mean, you know, marriages, you know, are a little bit above 50% of them fail. Um, most of those divorces are filed by the women. And, you know, and I'm not, you know, not to to cast, you know, any judgment on why you left. It's just you do leave Uh, men lose resources, men lose kids, men lose, you know, momentum in whatever uh, financial or um, whatever direction that they're going in. And it's just it it really especially at 40, it doesn't make sense for me to put myself in that position when I'm about, I'm hitting my financial stride. It's like, ha, I've made it. Oh, you want, you want it? Oh, damn, I got to give it to, now I got to give you what I've, you know, what I've worked for. And I'm probably not having any more kids. So it doesn't make sense for me to do a marriage necessarily. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe a long-term relationship again, somebody to uh, do the last 40, 50, 60 years with, uh, that would be wonderful. But as far as marriage, no, but dating to be in a long-term relationship, certainly, certainly. I'm not out here to just, uh, you know, pump and dump. 
All right. What are three deal breakers for you when it comes to dating? Three deal breakers. Uh, well, I don't. I, I always. I never mind. Um, a woman who you know has kids or anything like that. But what I do mind a lot of times is what is your relationship with your kid's father? Right. Um, if, if your relationship with your kid's father is, you know, no matter whose fault it is, if it's a um, a situation that's not uh, good or it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of turmoil, a lot of drama, that is a red flag for me. That is like, you know, and I'm and again, I'm 40, so I'm dating around the 30s and the 40s. So, you know, typically they do have kids. And uh, if they're dating me, hopefully they're not still in that, <laughs> you know, relationship. But uh, yeah. I can't do the 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 dad and you don't get along because that's a hazard to me. Um, so that's certainly, you know, um, a deal breaker. Um, a woman who is unaware of why she's single, and like when I see people a lot oh, of times, sir. I'm I'm very clear, you know, after like you know a conversation or two on why they're single. If they're unaware of why they're single then that makes it again tougher on me, you know, to kind of be in the situation. Um, I don't like the, I don't like lying to women. It's not, it just, it's just, it's not fun. Cause then you got to keep up the, like keep the lie alive. <laughs> you know, I don't want to keep the lie alive. I don't want to tell you, you, you're, you know, you're anything that you're not, you know what I mean? I don't want to put you down, but I also mm -hmm. don't want, want to, you know, have to lie to you in order to, you know, so self-awareness or lack of self-awareness is a, uh, is a deal breaker. And if I can say a third one, like, um, I mean, maybe something like lying, yeah. you know, I mean, that's, that's an obvious deal breaker. You know, if you're a liar that, that, you know, that, that sucks, you know? Um, but yeah, th those three, those three will do. I mean, I'm sure there's more, you know, but you know, those three will do, you know, so the baby daddy drama, uh, lack of self-awareness and lying. Yeah. Those three, those three work. All right, three important things I feel. So you kind of touched on this next question. So you're definitely knocking it out the park already. I feel like because we're in the same we're in the same generation. So I feel like there's been this, and maybe it's always been around, but it's just my eyes are on it. Open relationships, like poly relationships. What's your take on that? What's your stance on that? Are you open to being in an open relationship? Are you open to poly relationships yeah i'm not i'm not open to it but um you know to each to each his or her own i mean I, i'm not open to it because i don't i have i have a tough time dealing with one of you know you motherfuckers like right. i don't <laughs> i don't i don't see how adding more problems to the situation will uh will help anybody now obviously the you know the exception to the rule is you know there there are obviously people out there who can stomach doing that and you know that's a business but it wouldn't be for me just because you know one woman is is enough you know i mean like you know one woman getting on my nerves and then multiplying that by three is just not <sighs> conducive to my sanity you know what I mean? so uh, i won't i won't uh not for me just not for me you know okay. yeah <laughs> All right. I, I definitely appreciate and respect the transparency. This question is as old as time. It, it's so played out, but 
is still integral to, for my POV, for dating. What's your view on sex on the first date? Um. Okay, so sex on the first date, that's happened to me, you know, on occasion. And it's, you know, the only thing I don't like is I don't mind if you don't have sex with me. Right. I don't mind if a woman doesn't have sex with me. That's fine. I don't like fuck waiting. <laughs> you know, like, like, don't make me. Don't three month rule. Don't three month rule me. Right. I, I will sniff it out. Like I will sniff out the three month rule. Like I'm, I'm not like you know I'm a I'm a I'm a kind guy. I I don't ask you know inappropriate questions. I don't even like being sexual in a conversation. You know with a woman because I'm really not that really not that kind of guy. I I just I don't want it. It's not it's not that important to me. But I will sniff out the three month rule, the four month rule, or whatever. Right. I don't mind if you don't want to have sex with me on the first date. I mind fuck waiting. So don't make me fuck wait. Because if you make me fuck wait, I will, I will, I will sniff it out. And I and look, I won't be petty. I won't say, well, I three month rule on my money. I'll just politely tip the fuck out. Cause I don't, you know, that that's not a you don't you don't get to control that part of the relationship right. as if I'm waiting, like I'm not waiting on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not waiting on that. And then furthermore, man, like this be the problem that I have. The problem that I have a lot of times is, is that what a woman will do is, is that she'll give away the very same coochie, <laughs> the very same coochie for cheap liquor in a room. I like you. He got like he got, you know, uh, uh, green eyes. He got oh, he got good hair. Oh, he's tall. She'll give away the same coochie. The same coochie, not new coochie, not no energized coochie, not no rejuvenated coochie, the same coochie for that price and then get to me, hypothetically. And now it's worth a commitment, resources, time, attention, so on and so forth. You don't get to raise the price on the brick. The brick is the brick. So you either flat rate it or go find a nigga that's going to go for that price. But I'm not changing don't change the price when you get to me. Now, you are at liberty to change the price because it is your product. I mean, you know, figuratively yeah. speaking, your product. You you can change the price, but you can't force me to pay, which is what fuck waiting is. is forcing me to pay a price that no other nigga paid for. You know, if, yeah. if, if I went to the grocery store and they said bread is free and I said, shit, I need some bread. Let me go to the grocery store. And now I go to the grocery store and there's a picture up and it says charge this nigga five dollars. And it's a picture of me. Fuck that grocery <laughs> store. Fuck that bread. Kiss my ass. I'm out. That's that's how that that's how that feels. And, and look, most men, I mean, even though I articulated it that way, most men don't articulate it that way. But that's the feeling. That's the feeling. You know what I'm saying? So so just my advice would be to dudes. Get out as soon as possible. My advice to women would be, you know, and they don't have to listen to me because I'm full of shit and they don't like me anyway. But my advice to women would be only date guys you're sexually attracted to. Don't date guys who you got to see what it's going to be. You've already made the market about who you're sexually attracted to. You can't go back. Okay, fine. Now date that way. Don't date the other way now where you're trying to see where this goes. No. Date guys you're sexually attracted to that you would have sex with. And then that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call motherfucking bars. That, like, 
when I was coming up with the concept for this and I was coming up with the questions, I was like, Mike has to be in this, and this answer. Okay, this 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 is probably the realest answer. I mean, this is the first of the session, but this I'm trying, to, I'm trying to I'm trying to either get I'm trying to either be the most interesting one or the 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 the, the, the something. We 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 coming in <laughs> hot because that that I'm I never sugarcoat. I I give legitimate flowers. I don't I don't bullshit anybody. That's I was not expecting that, but I it's like I wasn't expecting you to answer like that, but I knew you were going to give a gem, but I didn't know you were gonna give a gem so quick. Uh yeah, yeah. let's get so to it. Back, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting from the three, I'm shooting from the three-point line coming in the gym. That's what I'm doing. Go yeah, ahead. <laughs> you, you're coming in hot, bro. So my next question for you: how do you approach the dating landscape now? Because you know, like I said before, we're in the same generation. I feel like it's changed so much in the last five, seven, 10, 15, 20 years. But so where you're at now, how do you approach things? Um, I'm fair. I try to be as fair as possible. Um, I don't like excluding people for unreasonable, you know, or unfair reasons. So um, I try to be as fair as possible. Um, I know that there's a lot of, uh, you know, I don't I don't date I don't date, you know, women with kids and I don't date this and I don't date that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm a lot more reasonable on the dating market. Um, I'm fair to myself. Um, you know, I, it's a lot of, you know, I'm a regular guy, so I don't really deal in extremes. Right. You know, any anybody who's, you know, extra loud or, you know, over the top, too much makeup green hair all that stuff like it really doesn't you know like i'm just like all right cool I, anything that disrupts the ultimate piece that i created for myself mm -hmm. is probably not gonna be good for me so how i approach it is very very reasonable i'm very fair right. um i'm very i'm very aware like i'm aware of my limitations like like for example all my life i've gotten the the, 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 the as far as looks goes cute to pretty women cute to pretty. That's what I've gotten. You know what I mean? All my life. And that's without effort. So since I can get cute to pretty, that's probably where I'm going to be. I don't get on the dating market and because I'm hitting my financial stride now, okay, now I want to, I want a 10. It's just like, nah, I'm fair. What I've gotten and what I've been able to manage is sixes and sevens and probably a 7.5. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if yeah. we're going to give a number to it. I, I try to be as fair as possible to the market so that I can get the best possible situation for me. You know what I mean? Cause it's not really about better or worse. It's more about fit and compatibility, you know? So that's how I approach it. I approach it looking for the thing that is most compatible and the best fit for me. And I try to be fair to the person I'm dating and be fair to myself. You know, any expectation that is reasonable for me, I'll accept it. If it's too extreme, it's not something I let it go. I don't, you know, I don't put any pressure on women. You ain't got to do nothing I tell you to do. But uh, I reserve the right to get the fuck on, too. So, you know, yeah, but that's 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 how I approach it. I'm fair. Excuse me. I'm fair and reasonable. Try to be as fair and reasonable as possible, because because you're right. In the last five, seven, you know, five, seven, ten years, it's been different. And like for me, I got with my wife right when Facebook started happening, you know, gotcha. and 
it was it the change was like it was overnight. It was to where the woman who may have had a crush on you just didn't see you anymore to where she can actually just DM you. That's oh. crazy. And that's or or guy, the guy that was that like the girl, he could just right. DM her. It, it changed everything. And it I mean, you know, and, and social media, it, I don't think it ruined relationships. I think it just gave people more access to ruining their relationship. I think they would find oh. a way. <laughs> okay. I think they would find shoot, they would find a way to fuck it up. So you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I approach it very fair and I'm I'm very uh reasonable when I when I do it. Okay. So you, you kind of got the alley but next one. Looks on a scale of one to five, how much importance do you place on the looks of a woman? The looks um of that's I mean, about a what a a four. Okay. I mean, like I'm, I, yeah, like like this is the problem I have. I, you, your genetics is not something you can control, right? Exactly. You, you, you're gonna look like a version of your mom and dad. You know what I'm saying? That's just what's gonna happen. I, me and my my younger brother, we have the same mom and dad, so we kind of look. I mean, we look a lot alike, but yeah, y'all look kinda, a lot alike. Yeah, yeah, we look a lot alike. So it's like. We're just versions of our mom and dad, you know, with the height that we are, we look like we look. But the thing we can't control is how good a shape we're in. We can control that. We can control how we groom. We can control, you know, a lot of things that we can control about us physically. We can control what we put on our faces. We control how we do our hair, whatever. All the controllables is what I'm talking about when I say looks. Because right. if you if you know if your mom and your dad is just they're, they're not really really attractive and you get <laughs> only the unattractive traits of them then you're gonna look like they look but if you're a woman who says okay cool I may not be as aesthetically pleasing as this woman over here let me at least be in the best shape I can be in let me make sure that my hair is done make 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 sure that my natural beauty kind of kind of uh, uh, speaks more than trying to just cover my face in some nonsense and, and be late. Like, that's the only thing I don't like. Like, it doesn't really, how you physically look because of your genetics is not really the problem for me. Because again, I'm getting mostly regular women. You know what I'm saying? I think most women are eye looking at the very least. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, I don't, I don't like the part where you're fat for no reason. Like, why are you fat? Like, it's not, you don't have to be fat. Like, you can, <laughs> Don't like oh, what, what is it? You up. You yeah, what, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but 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 I'm fair because <laughs> I'm fair, John. Because I know I know I just fair. I just got I, before I got on here with you. I was just at the basketball court. I ran yeah. two miles and then got on the basketball court court and did a few, you know, did some drills. And and I'm not fat, and I'm not not fat because I'm just. You know, I'm I'm you know uh, a bodybuilder or anything like that. Like you know, like like I, I'm sure like you I'm sure you follow you probably follow my brother and follow me as well. But yeah. my brother he works out like every day. I'm yeah. not that kind of in shape. But if I took my shirt off, I'm comfortable. I'm very comfortable with my shirt off. It's right. it's please be un please understand that if I'm asking you for something and not like I'm asking you for something because I do it, but I'm fair. You don't have to be fat. You don't have to be. Nobody has to be fat. You know what I'm saying? So if you are, you chose to be, you know, that's a controllable, you know? Okay. Hey, man, look, hey, I, I know they're going to tear me up, but like, get me, whatever. Like, but I but I, I get it. And I respect the honesty. And it, it, it's a very much, it's a Mike Turk's answer, though. And I, I, 
a lot of people out there are thinking it. They're just not going to be as vocal or saying it. And that's why you get the utmost respect from me. I get it. I get it. Man, I understand. <laughs> I definitely understand. We're going to switch gears just a moment. Okay, cool, cool. Stop stop with the getting me canceled questions, John. You're doing <laughs> this on purpose. <laughs> I'm not. I, pro I promise all my questions are free. Nothing is coming off the dome. That's why I, I had to push it back because I had to find the creative space to come up with the questions. So let me right, ask man. you this. How yeah. many relationships do you have left in? How many heartbreaks do you have left in? Jeez. <laughs> I think I got I got I got one. You know, as far as a heartbreak, I have one more heartbreak in me. You know, okay. I'm um I, I I I think that I could probably withstand or or risk it or put it on the line one more time and have it not work out. Now I now I am, you know, I am 40, so it's like eventually that just runs out because you just don't have the energy to to make another relationship. Right. Hopefully the heartbreak happens quick. You know, you can't, you know, you can't tell or can't control when that happens. But I got one more heartbreak and two relationships in me. So one relationship that doesn't work out and it's like, oh man, I thought this was the one. And then the relationship after if that doesn't work, my man, <laughs> my man, I, I don't, I don't know what's, I don't, you know, I'll probably, I, I definitely will be around women, but you know, as far as relationships go, I ain't got, I, don't, I, I just won't have time for it. I just want time for it. I won't have the energy for it, which is why I'm very selective and why I've been single. Like, you know, granted, I may not be what a woman wants. That's, that's perfectly possible. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I, I do want to be as selective as possible because I only have, I'm not 20 anymore. You know, I'm not 20. And I took most of my 20s and said I was going to be with one woman. Right. So, you know, I, I I I can definitely be in a relationship long term. So, you know, I know I have that that in me. But, man, that's a good question because I think I got one heartbreak because I am I'm pretty stoic. I don't you know, I'm pretty fair with women. Um, the, the last relationship I was in, it didn't work out, but I don't think she hates my guts. I mean, I think she likes me still. You know, what I mean, I think she's a pretty cool girl. I don't. I don't have anything bad to say about her. It, it didn't work out, you know, but uh, yeah, like I, I just, I just, I don't, I don't want to do the heartbreak thing. Cause you just, you know, I don't want to be on social media. I don't want to see her page. I don't want to, you know, see her with no new nigga. Like, like right. you go, really this nigga, this nigga was always around and you knew that I, no, I don't want to do that. So nah. So I got one of those and then two relationships. So yeah. All right, so this question, I, I, I'm, I was purposeful when I came up with this one because I'm gonna just say this: like everyone in this series is black. So let me let me ask you this: Does race play a factor in the women that you are going to court or pursue? Um, not race, culture. Okay. Um. Sometimes I, I I can see that I'm not culturally compatible with certain women, you know, or just certain people, really. Right. But I can see that I'm not culturally compatible with certain women, black women, you know, since we're saying black, you know, um, and Ado's black specifically. Like I'm not culturally compatible with a lot of the stuff that they into, you know. Like right. I don't I don't get drunk. I don't be loud. I'm not out, you know, like that. You know what I mean? Especially not at forty, but not even at thirty, and you know, certainly not at 
30 and 20, I was married. So it, right. it's, I'm not really culturally compatible with a lot of the nonsense that, I mean, I'm saying nonsense because I don't like it, but maybe that's not nonsense to them. So I'll be fair. I'm not culturally compatible with every black woman. So it wouldn't be a, a, uh, a race thing. It would be a culture thing. Cause some people identify with the worst parts of black culture and I just can't oh. get, yeah, I can't get down with it. I can't get down with it. I, you know, I can't get down with, you know, you want to get drunk every weekend. I can't get down with, you know, you arguing with like, look, if I'm going to be the man in your life and I say, nah, we're not doing this. Like, it's kind of just later for that. You know, now you are at liberty to, 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 to say you don't want to, but then, you know, I get to make my decision as well. You know, and my decision is going to be, hey, I'm only going to probably say we're not doing this if I think that it's going to be a hazard to us. If you want to go over there, I'm going to let you, you know, and other like cultures, you know, that's not even a question because they understand once you accept this man into your life, this is what it's about, you know. And I was like, I'm not culturally compatible with a lot of the riffraff, you know, like Twitter is a very bad Twitter. As much as Twitter ain't real, you would leave the house and you know go to a restaurant and it's twitter you know it, it's twitter you would leave a house go to the mall and it's twitter or it's instagram or it's the internet and it ain't real of course right. but but it's as real as you're gonna probably get because people speak and they're unfiltered you know so it's it, race is probably not gonna play a, a a part in it i mean full disclosure i've never dated a woman that wasn't black or at least you know enough black to be considered black you know okay but I, that's not really that's more uh, proximity than it is anything, you know, um, you know, most of like I say, the, my ex-wife was black. So my kids are black, you know, but it's not really like a because I'm just so into black women. It's just like, yeah, this is what I'm around. And maybe on some level, that is my preference. But the culture of it all, like some women just don't they don't even I'm not even in a they within the eyeshot of them because I already can see that they're going to be a problem. So not right. race is really culture. So that could, that could lend itself to me being with any race of women, but you know, culture wise, I just think that uh, that's, that's going to be the main thing. Cultures, you know, values, morals, principles, things of that nature. Okay. So let me ask you this. Could you get a white? Uh, yeah, I oh. could. I mean, if, if it, if it worked, if it made sense, you know, I wouldn't force it. You know, I wouldn't be like, I'm going to give me a white woman, <laughs> you know, like right. that, that wouldn't happen. But I think that, um, you know, I think, I think that at a certain point I've done my time, you know, I've done my time. Like I, I gave, I gave the world two black kids. I married a black woman. You know, I did, I did my time. I should be at liberty to do whatever I want from now on. You know, I don't, owe, I don't owe a specific race of women anything. You know, I don't give a what you think. I don't owe you, you know, right. and and my resources, my time, my attention, you know, my body, whatever is not uh, that, you know, that's plantation talk. It's like you only need to go, go be on this plantation and you need to stay here. Now, I'm not saying that, that saying I should only date black women is slavery, but it ain't freedom. You know, that's not free. And I'm free to do whatever I want to. So as far as like the extreme of dating a white woman, like it would have to make sense. Again, I wouldn't, you know, I don't think that I'm all the way culturally compatible with that side of things either. You know what I mean? Like it's it's damn near 
this damn near like they speak in a foreign language sometimes because I work around them. So I'm just like, I don't know what the hell they talking about. But at the same time, if it made sense, I don't see why not. <clears throat> okay. All right. So I'm going to kind of piggyback on an earlier question. Uh, you mentioned as far as the dating landscape access. Apart from that, what are two other major differences that you've noticed in dating since you since your last relationship um it seems as the, well the thing that i noticed that's probably always existed is that there are no cultural legal or social um barriers or guardrails for women um a lot of like defiance is just pushed for women um, and there's a lot more rules socially, culturally, and legally for men. Um, you know, like, like take consent, for example, okay. consent is, is easily one-sided, you know, consent is all about if a woman says yes, it's not really about if a man says yes. I mean, if I could say percentage wise, how much consent is about women versus men, I would say 97% women to 3% us, you know, women right. aren't, women aren't women can't consent even if they're drunk but a man can consent if he's drunk and not only can a man consent if he's drunk her consent is almost contingent upon you being sober as well because if she said she didn't consent you know what i mean like it's a lot of rules culturally legally and socially that men have to be aware of while walking the tightrope of like trying to be chivalrous but not be a pushover you know pay for the you know like do all the traditional things while probably not getting you know traditional things in return it's it's a very you know uh uh, uh it's a tightrope and you're 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 always competing against like there is a time where women likely only had sex with the guys who they could relationship with right. because it just made practical sense like you're not gonna but what women will do to you, you know what I'm saying, that I find is that because they can give coochie to anybody, that's their new dating level, you know? So it's like, it's women that I wouldn't even look in a direction, but they think that because they've had sex with a guy that may, you know, and again, I'm not the most attractive dude in the world, <clears throat> but it's, it's like, you should know that I probably won't holler at you, but because a guy gave you some dangling, now that's your new level. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's real. I think that's one of the things I just don't like about the dating scene. Like I've dated guys who did this. No, you didn't date them. They put dick in your throat. Like that's not that's not dating. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's plenty of guys that won't meet. No, 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 no. There's plenty of guys in your DM. DM stands for dick mostly. That's what they're trying to offer you. Dick mostly. They don't like you like that. That's the thing. And guys have to be really, really practical about dating. Whereas the other side doesn't really have to be practical, you right. know, because they can think in they can think anything, you know, like like this idea of standards. Like, do you do you know that when women say I'm not going to lower my standards, it's the most arrogant, narcissistic thing in the world? Because what it does is, is that it implies that your standard likes you. So let's say your standard is, you know, whatever, Let you know, pick a standard, whatever. It's as if you created this guy. And then because you like him, he likes you. 
your standards don't really matter. Your standards are like monopoly money. You know, you might as well tell me you got uh, houses and hotels on Boardwalk and Park Place. That's how much it matters. It just doesn't, you know, so that like we're dating in a, in a, in a world where their standards matter. But their standards matter like hypothetical in this in uh what was it in a philosophical way of I won't lower my standards. And then like you're just a regular guy walking around and you're saying, yeah, but like, where's this guy at? Where is this guy who makes the money that you say he should make? Where's this guy who's as tall as you say he should be, who's as sensitive as you say he should be? If he don't like you within it doesn't matter what your standards are. You know, if standards matter, there would be no such thing as a Honda Accord on the fucking road. Everybody would have a Lamborghini or a Bugatti or something like that. Your standards right. don't matter. And we're we're dealing in dating, whereas women's standards matter more than the reality of what they qualify for. You know, and that's just it's it's well, the penalty for a woman is that eventually she ages out of the dating market. But then again, that they get the comfort of blaming a man. Of blaming men like men these days they just want younger women or some stupid you know what i mean it's just like right. yeah you you got the time you got just as much time as every other woman to find the man that you should be with but you just didn't want him and that's fine look no shade you should you should choose what you want to choose but after you're done choosing please please don't blame us when you get jammed up don't mention my name like don't <laughs> don't don't blame me Okay. You get the same opportunity. Y'all be in these colleges. Y'all be, you know, y'all work these jobs. Y'all are around all these successful men. So you say, I'll accept your premise. Pick one and sit your ass down. And if you don't pick one and sit your ass down, that ain't my problem. It's not one person for every person. One man, one man don't get one. one that's not how it works. Right. It's a comp, it's a competition. If you get if you get a partner, that means somebody didn't. That's how it works. You know what I'm saying? Men understand this. Women want social, uh, 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 want uh, dating market socialism. Means everybody gets somebody. You you ever heard, you ever hear women say, there's somebody for everybody? Yeah. Literally, that is not true. It is mathematically impossible for that to be true. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, all of those things are what we're dealing with. And that's the bit, that's, those are the changes that you see and more, you know what I mean? I won't get too long with it, but those, those are some of the changes and more that we, you know, that we deal with. It's not, and, and dudes are stupid too. Cause we shouldn't be, you know, you know, like we should have togetherness, like, you know, with regards to like, Hey man, this is the standard, take it or leave it. But we don't dudes are like, you know, undercutting each other by tricking and calling women Queens and shit. You fucking bastards. I hate your guts. Um, But that's, but you know, that's it. You know, that's it. All right, so my final question to you is this. How many great loves of our lives do we get? Great loves of our lives. Um, If you're lucky, you get one. Um, You know, if you're lucky. Um, I don't think that really, I don't know that that's, if you're lucky, you get one. But I don't know that it's relevant to good relationships. I think that, you know, what men really requires respect um, and what women require is uh, security. And I think that if we put those things kind of forward, like first, then a lot of the affinity that we share for each other will it will grow. You know, it will right. grow and we'll, ha and we'll have something to look forward to uh, wanting an uncontrollable desire, uh, you know, for a woman. I mean, that shit is dangerous, yo. 
Right. You know, you 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 mean, you know, I, I'm not I'm not for not, you know, not being in love with the person that you're with, but I I'm I'm not I'm for a practical love. You know, right. something something you could probably just say, you know what, I'll walk I could walk away if I needed to. Not the shit where you just tied emotionally to it. Like, you know, I'm tied emotionally to my kids. I can't be tied emotionally to no bra like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it just and 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 look, I, I was I felt that way uncontrollably for my wife, for my ex-wife. You know, I, I what I was just like, this is the mother of my kids. I will hurt you by her. You know what I'm saying? You better hope somebody stops me because you might not make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If right. you mess with anything around here. And uh yeah, like I felt that way, but like I felt like that could that could go bad quick. Right. You know. And uh so if we're luckily, you know, we get one, okay. but I would I would suggest picking that way, you know. But right. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is Mike Perkins. Take us out with something that only you can shake the table with, and then we out of here. Um, let's see here. Uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no man should uh ever tell a woman what to do. Um, let her do what it is that she wants to do. Um, she has the right to ruin her life. And uh <laughs> so just let her, dog. It's not it's not that big of a deal. Uh long as she don't bring you the bill, it's cool. You know, <laughs> like hey, uh a hot girl summered. Uh yes, I uh <laughs> I, I I had kids out of wedlock. Yes, oh, I, I ruined my credit. And uh yes, uh here's the bill. <laughs> it's like, bitch, I wish I might. <laughs> so let her ruin her life. Don't take, don't pay the bill. Yeah. Okay. 